0: And now And now back to Hale Varsity Radio.
1: Back with you at Hale Varsity. We're here at the Herd at Sports Bar and Grill in La Vista. You're invited out. We're here till six. Come on by for a beer and a burger later. Get that bang bang shrimp. Get some of the corn nuggets. You'll love them. The wings are flat out, incredible. We're here on Fridays. And if you can't make it out tonight, come be a part of the watch party. As uh, we uh, look to, and this is not a shout-out to Illinois, I just like the shirt. Uh, We'll be here next Friday for Nebraska-Illinois, the lovely Friday night Big Ten Affair, as you have that going on in the Pac-12 tonight with Oregon State and Utah. They get the Friday night treatment uh, tomorrow. Just programming note, we are on the road tomorrow from noon to 2 Ahead in Nebraska, Michigan at The Bar. Your friends Seth and Greg, 1644 P Street, The Bar, The Bar. So come see us. uh, Try yourself a slinky. You'll love it. (laughs) And uh, we'll be back for Real Red Reaction immediately following Nebraska, Michigan. And uh, should have quite a few folks down there to... Check things out with Nebraska-Michigan pregame, and that is at the bar, the bar. We thank the great folks at the bar for having us out tomorrow for pregame and for postgame. And, Schmitty, before we get to the uh, the Friday forecast here, as well as tomorrow's game, come see us at the bar, the bar.
2: Good comment in here from Logic's Finest about that last segment because I, I think some people thought, as you kind of said at the end of the last segment, Schmitty, we're hating on Nebraska's chances. No, we're just it's, talking
1: openly about the
2: good, bad, and ugly of what tomorrow could bring. It's And he says... Or he or she, I should say, blind hope is great, but realistically, Nebraska's offense is a question mark from week to week. The defense is solid. That's set. And whenever I I, I read that comment, it's, it's about, I mean, hitting the nail on the head right there. That this is not hating on Nebraska. I think. As I said beginning of the show, there's a reason the football game is not played on paper. There's a reason it's played in between the white lines. you got to go out there and do it. But Michigan has the talent advantage in this game. Based on what we know over the past couple of years, they have the physicality advantage in this game. And whenever you look at the season as a whole, Michigan's expectation is Big Ten title. It's make it to the college football playoff, and it's make it to the national championship game. That's what Michigan fans and that's what this team expects, whereas Nebraska fans come in, you know what? We'd be happy with the bowl game. This team needs to make it to a bowl game this year. You're in two different playing fields. I'm not saying Nebraska doesn't stand a chance. That's why you go play the game, but Michigan, it does have the advantage. Nebraska's going to need a lot to go right tomorrow.
1: And Michigan's going to have to play a a bad ball game, period. They're going to have to resurrect their TCU playbook. I mean, I don't think
2: Michigan's hit their their A game so far this year. No, they have not. They
1: haven't played anybody worth a damn. Now, they'll be geared up for tomorrow and quite honestly what what makes a break breaks you on road games it's your quarterback play mm-hmm. and McCarthy's been damn good on on the road and Harburg's going into start three what do you see from Sims maybe Scott chimes in good grief Michigan's good but they ain't1 Miami or 95 Nebraska they're beatable I mean they've won what's the number 17
2: straight games against 16. Big Ten foes 16 mm-hmm. straight games they're looking to make it 17
1: they're pretty good. They're pretty good, pretty talented. Let's start the forecast. Closburn right now is, I think, uh, getting the rubber glove treatment from TSA. He's, yeah, he's, he's trying to bring coal across the border. Right now. So we will, we will see if he checks in for a Nebraska prediction. If not, we'll have to, to see if we get his prediction tomorrow from the ball. And I can see how 500 pounds of coal would raise some eyebrows
2: from the border crossing agents. I understand. Well, yes. They, they got to do their due diligence.
1: I just, that guy's stomach is so strong with all the balloons he swallows. <laughs> we'll start off with Penn State and Northwestern. I picked this specifically for Clausburn. He's not here. search your own Penn State joke wherever you want. But there's a lot of points. Penn State's playing great. So much so that James Franklin wants to talk about coffee. Uh, Penn State rolls 35 to 3. The win, the cover, outright. Sorry, Connor, about your Wildcats. Elijah, what say you? Yeah, I'm kind of in a similar
2: boat here. I think this Penn State defense is far too good. Aller and that rushing attack has been great.
0: 38 to 10, Penn State gets a win and cover. All right, Connor, what say you? Well, you guys are going to get mad at me, but. I got the Cats covering at home. James Franklin is practicing without noise for a reason. I don't know if they're ready for the sleepy atmosphere of Ryan Field. The Cats are 2 and 0 at Evanston this year, coming off of 37 points. They will not win. Trust me, they will not win, but they will cover that 27 number.
1: Kansas -16 at Texas. Texas is Kansas got to be plus, right? There's no yeah. way Kansas
0: is 16. They are. They are. Yeah, Forgive okay. me. Uh,
1: the plus versus minus. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Kansas, two touchdown plus underdog tomorrow in Austin. What a win two years ago that really kind of sparked things. Lance Leopold, more mentions for Michigan State, and he may be interested. I love this Kansas team. Too much Texas. They're playing actually somewhat physical, and that talent is – Matching the expectation. Texas wins. I think Kansas covers. And I think it's just uh, by a couple of touchdowns. But give me Texas uh, 35 and give me Kansas 21. Yeah, I am uh, similar about to you. I think Texas—they're not a
2: national title contender this year. I do think they're a, a solid New Year Six contender this year. I don't think Kansas is. And uh, simply put, I think Texas has the talent advantage over Kansas, despite how well Kansas is playing. 31 to 21, Texas gets a win over Kansas, but Kansas does
0: cover. Connor, what happens? Every time I've doubted this Texas team this year, they have proved me completely wrong. So I'm going to go with Texas with a nearer cover. I'm going to have them winning 38-21 to 21 at home over Kansas.
2: Well, with that in mind, you might as well take Kansas outright. It's the Connor curse.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> USC at Colorado, and uh, there will be no. We will join Nebraska-Michigan in progress as soon as kickoff at 240 happens. Vox will find their way to Nebraska and Michigan. They are not confident in Colorado. I am. I think they cover the number. I think they bounce back. USC is super talented. USC is soft. Mm -hmm. And I know Colorado is a bit of Charmin as well, but I think Colorado is all right. And USC just, they don't look that interested right now. They'll win, but it'll be about two touchdowns and a lot of points are expected here. 42-28, 42-28, give me SC over Colorado. Yeah, two super solid offenses going up against two
2: suspect defenses. A lot of points to be had. I think USC has the advantage with their offense. They're a little more put together. 45-31. to 31. It's a win, but no cover for
0: USC. Connor. I'm going to go with USC as well. I don't think they cover, though. Schmitty, you took the score prediction right out of my mouth, and the difference is USC has arguably the best player in the country in Caleb Williams. I don't see Colorado having an answer, and I say USC wins by two touchdowns on the road.
1: This one's funny. You have Notre Dame. You have Duke. Notre Dame just had it and then didn't finish against ohio state minus six and a half duke has game day and uh duke also has chow with the celebrity pick tomorrow Uh, i like notre dame to find a way over duke duke's a good team give me the irish 27 and uh, give me duke 21 but duke does cover get the they get the hook
2: I'm taking Duke outright in this one. I liked what I saw from them against Clemson. I don't think Clemson's as bad as some people make them out to be this year. I think this Duke team is for real. I think the fans out there are going to be fired up for
1: this one. And I got Duke winning 28-24. Connor, squeeze in this uh, Duke-Notre
0: Dame pick. I think ND is ticked off from how they lost last week. I think they win at Duke. I think it'll be a close game, though. Duke's a good football team. I'm going to go with 28-21 Irish. I would like to add an
2: amendment. If Notre Dame can get 11 guys in the field, they might win tomorrow.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay, love it. <laughs> we'll have our Nebraska picks. Nebraska-Michigan, as the Friday forecast rolls on, here live at the Herd Ant Sports Bar and Grill. Hale Varsity on a Friday road show continues.
0: And now, and now back to Hale Varsity Radio. The Herd
1: Sports Bar and Grill in La Vista back here next Friday for Nebraska, Illinois at the bar. The bar tomorrow, 1644 P Street, pregame, noon to two, postgame, real red reaction. Find us on uh, Hale Varsity. So it is that time to predict. Clausburn is in detention. We will get him back for next Friday. He sends his apologies. We appreciate his time over the years. Nebraska minus 17. Michigan. Nebraska. Too many turnovers. We'll say they go minus two tomorrow. I think the defense, again, plays their backside off. It's a little bit better than Colorado in the second half, but too much Michigan in the fourth quarter and too much inconsistency on offense. Nebraska gets beat 28-10 28-10 to 10 tomorrow by Michigan. The Wolverines cover barely in Lincoln.
2: I think it's a game that is closer than the final score will indicate, Schmitty, and I, I think that is about all you can ask for from this game tomorrow. The Nebraska keeps it close. I do think they do that, but I think it's in a, a low-scoring fashion. Michigan pulls away late, and uh, Nebraska fails in the backdoor cover, but they get close. Michigan at 27, and Nebraska 7, but a game that feels a lot closer
1: than that most of the way through. Connor, you have uh, some hope, some optimism, some faith, or are you like the rest of us saying, you know what? Think back, and you guys were, I think, rolling around on trikes at the time. But Nebraska went out to USC. I remember one of the years in, in the Bill Callahan era. I think this was '06, and it was a 28 to 10 deal where it's apples and oranges from a from a talent and roster standpoint. Nebraska. Hung on and hung around for a little bit, making it a a 10-point game of the fourth quarter, and then SC did SC things. So Nebraska's got to be perfect. They haven't been.
0: They have not been, and I wish I could be the optimistic guy here, but I think Michigan covers tomorrow in a win in Memorial Stadium. I think they repeat the same score from last week. I got Michigan 31 and Nebraska 7. I kind of agree with Elijah. I think it might be a game in which Michigan probably pulls away more late and makes it look like more of a blowout than it actually is. But I still think it's going to be pretty much all Michigan from start to finish. So 31-7 Wolverines. It pains me to say that. Sims siding tomorrow? I say no. No? I agree. Okay. I say no Sims siding.
2: I think it's Harper's game all the way through. Uh, that being said, if the rest starts getting blown out, maybe you look at Purdy. Maybe you look at Purdy, but... I don't think uh, tomorrow is the game that you throw Sims back out there with the physicality and speed of Michigan's defense. If you didn't feel comfortable throwing him out there last week and he's still not 100% go this week, I don't think you throw him out there this week.
1: Nope, a little bit tough as Nebraska-Michigan, we're ready for it. Hopefully you are as well. Get I, the, the red out. Can I make my bold prediction of the
2: afternoon, though? I yes. think Malachi Coleman gets his first catch as a Husker tomorrow. How about if his first 20-yard game. I'm going to keep it in check, Schmitty. The first catch is a Husker.
1: That's a win. Wow, you guys are really stepping it up on me. (laughs) Elijah's saying Malachi Coleman, three catches for 119 yards and three touchdowns. (laughs) That's what Elijah Herbal is saying. Find us on Twitter at Schmidt underscore radio at herbal Essence for Elijah and for Connor Clark at C underscore Clark underscore 27. We will find you tomorrow at the bar The Bar, 1644 P Street, for the weekend edition of Hale Varsity Radio. Our dear friends will be on site with us. Uh, Mr. Dolman, uh, Sharpie, and uh, Mr. Kranak is making his way in. And uh, Real Red Reaction follows. We'll talk to you tomorrow at noon from The Bar.